Focus up. It's time for Horizon. Thank you, Chris, for that wonderful rendition of our opening theme. Uh, I am your host, Brett Beck, and this is Triangle Squared. Alongside me is your other host. Saw Bridges, bringing you lucky episode 249. And alongside me is Mr. Oh, Chris Fix. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the tradition. Weekly. The tradition. Speaking of traditions, we like to start this show off a, a time-honored way that we've been doing literally since episode one, uh, and that is getting a quick check-in on what everyone's been playing, what we've been up to, so that we can kind of see what we might be missing that each other are playing and let you guys in on what we're doing. Uh, but of course, stick around for later to see if this is your first time listening to us, where you can find us if... Uh, you want to switch up if you're listening to the audio and want to watch instead you can figure that stuff out where to be part of the community for when we do the community's take section all of that but you know what let's start this off chris yes hi other than destiny 2 the game that has been plaguing us it, it, destiny 2 has become our dark souls 3 for the stint that saul had of i think <laughs> like 12 months of what have you been playing dark souls 3, dark souls 3. Uh, yeah. so what, what, what have you been playing uh let's see oh, i got two platinums this week i think so that would be sekiro is done i did sekiro yes. very thank you Golf i'm clap. very proud Golf of clap. myself actually yes. the game is really oh, hard be. until I'll i got good some at of it, it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you did oh that was, that was first guardian ape right that you and you and sean yes. were both watching me get destroyed mm-hmm. That's such a good boss fight. And then then a a quick a quick distraction talking about Deacon and Days Gone and the woe that we'll never be able to continue (laughs) it and how CD Projekt Red should buy it. And that conversation was coming to a natural end. And I've never heard Chris be like, please quick, please keep talking. Please. (laughs) He was like, I've just realized that I'm doing so well because we're we're, I'm distracted. (laughs) It works like that sometimes. It does. Yeah. That was good times. He kept BSing. But yeah. That um that was a grind and a half. Like I was telling you, Brett, I, it's because I was so bad at the game at the beginning that I would keep dying, so I would lose my skill points. So by the end of the game, I needed to grind out like forty of them, <laughs> which Oof. was rough. But um, is it not one of those things where you can like spend your skill points before you lose them, and as long as you spend them, they stay? I'm as long actually as you, trying to remember. As long as you earn a skill point, it stays. But the problem is. Your XP gets you have cut to, in half when you die. Your XP and your set. Like, like, so, so you've, you've played Sekiro, so you can probably appreciate the fact that by the time I finished, by the time I gave up grinding and just started another new game playthrough, I had 250,000 sen. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Holy. Yeah. That's how much I grinded on that one enemy. And then I just gave up, did new game plus three and I, four. And that's what I. Other got than it. the cum dungeon, I don't think I've ever spent that much time grinding in a Souls game. If you don't know <laughs> anything about Bloodborne, oh, you don't. <laughs> someone just got very confused at that sentence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the what dungeon? <laughs> yeah, Bloodborne um, gets into some real interesting stuff, guys. Yes. <laughs> Umbilical cords, cum dungeons. <laughs> Umbilical cords, cum. Uh, but yeah, Sekiro was incredible. I'm really glad I got through that. I said that I would do it, and I did. Didn't expect it. You did. I don't think you didn't expect me to either. Nobody did. <laughs> I'm be honest. I I I thought if anyone I know is going to say that they're going to do this, it's probably going to be Chris. But I still had my doubts. I had. I'll my be doubts. fair about that. 
I'll yeah. be honest. Um, it was yeah, at one point where you were like, I don't know, man. I, I was like, <laughs> I think Chris has been on this game for too long. I think he might just give up. But yeah, I know that that's like a a compulsive thing to you. It's like, I can't just leave. I'm too, too far in. So yeah. Yeah. Well, um, you went from you went from a platinum that you feel like was just truly great and that you earned and you said you would do and did to another mm-hmm. platinum that you said you would do and did. Uh, yes, I did say I would do Destiny 2. Um, you did it? I did do it. <laughs> but I realized today that I was like looking at my game time that I spent 150 hours to get one trophy. <laughs> yep. Holy crap. <laughs> it's just a single, single gold. Uh it was worth it I, for the most part. I think Destiny 2 has a lot of problems, but the Grandmaster is some of the best content I've played in an online shooter. So, I'm yeah, happy so we, we kind of talked for like a split second pre show about it. Uh, but Saul has not quite gotten to the light level you need to do GMs in. Well, you're I'm like not 13. going to now. <laughs> yeah, 30, I'm 1330. Your best bet is to do legendary campaign. For which queen? Oh, I am be able to do it. That I'm 100 yeah. doing legendary um, because they came out the gate and said that legendary difficulty was accessible by everybody. Day one, yeah, I'm doing it. So that's cool. I actually like that because Thank it, you, Sony. this is the first time that they have yeah <laughs> <laughs> that Sony money really coming to work, kid. Yeah. Um, but I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Saul's over here looking at food porn. Basically, not really. Well, actually, well, that's the subreddit. Food, uh, food oh, it's food. No, it's food. Okay. There's, there's two. There is food porn though. Um, Let's go look at that real quick. Either way, um, we were kind of doing this prep move, right? And I will say, like, we were doing raids and stuff. And I know, like, a good example of where Destiny 2's content comes to a weird thing is that. A lot of people are like, oh, the content that you play is to build up to prepare you for raids, and then raids are like big in-game prior to mm-hmm. Grandmasters, before they were ever in the game. Uh, and having not been able to play Grandmasters because they're so gated off, which I don't necessarily think is a bad thing. Right. I don't either. But after doing it, I feel like if they could find a way to have that same level of challenge at multiple light-level entry points... Mm-hmm. I would prefer that, like, instead of running weekly strikes, like having to run three, I would honestly much prefer to hop on the game and have to run through the challenge of like complete three, whatever we're going to rename them because Grandmaster is like literally the difficulty. But if they could find a way to make strikes, ooh, that, that challenging, I think I would much prefer to do that than strikes, where literally I'll come home on Tuesday resets when we were doing this on strikes and play all three in my one hour lunch and just leave and go back. Cause you don't have to think it's like, it's mindless. Numb. I, it's just I like, like that for some pinnacles though. It, it depends. I'm not saying strikes should be pulled from the game. And yes, when you're getting tired of the grind and you just want a pinnacle, it is nice that you yeah. can do a mindless 40 minutes of activity and get a pinnacle. It's also something like you can look forward to every week that's like, this is not gambit. I mean, this is not crucible. Crucible is annoying to get the pinnacle. My real thing would like be crucible. add an extra, add I an extra too, pinnacle. But it's annoying. Right? Add a pinnacle for whatever this new version of Nightfalls is going to be. Uh, mm-hmm. Or swap up and have it to where all Nightfalls are that. Right. That's what it's, <laughs> I would, yeah. And then there's a Grandmaster difficulty. Grandmaster Strikes. Yeah, Grandmaster Strikes. Bang. That would actually be kind of cool. I mean, that's basically uh what a Grandmaster Nightfall is. is. Except Mm for, I I don't know. Basically, Saul, because you don't know exactly what's all involved, there's a ton of captains. You know, the overload is unstoppable. There's a ton of them. And most of them will pretty much one-hit you. Um, So this sounds like what the Legendary Lost Sectors used to be. 
uh, ish, but you know, much much bigger. Yeah. We did we did arguably the easiest one, and I will say we did great because even with some sloppy moments, as we're learning what it's what you have to expect from a grandmaster, we cleared yeah. the first try. Because uh, in a grandmaster, if if you wipe, you have to restart completely. Okay, yeah. So that is like a uh, lost sector where, or yeah. no, that's like that's like classic D one nightfalls where if you wipe, it sends you back. Yeah, to orbit. you're at, back to orbit. That's right. I actually forgot that. Uh, was that how nightfalls were the the one month they were in there before uh, Leviathan dropped? You, you remember because you got the platinum from the original, the original hard prestige nightfalls. nightfalls. Yeah. Um, I don't. It might have been. I don't remember. I don't remember either. That's. It's wild to think that Destiny Two now is the same game as it was when Leviathan was out. Yeah, these are two drastically different games. They are. I'll, I'll give you that. Uh, but you know, four years in the making of this stupid trophy. <laughs> the one trophy I didn't have. So I, I have to ask a plea of anyone who will do it. I'm willing to try it. I, I talked to people last night about it. I know where you're going. Yeah. I, I, Destiny one re-download and <laughs> Crota's end or whatever, so I can get this stupid flawless raider trophy. So it sounds to me. Also, like, I saw Diana got fla- a flawless vlog. So that's pretty cool. I didn't, yes. Did y'all get that last night? I don't think so. I'm about to say I I'm, no, pretty, I'm pretty sure she didn't. I had to revive her. Yeah. At least once. Um but um, Diana said she is down. I think Joe would be down. Me, you, and Vince, Diana, and maybe Eric. If Just so, that would be maybe Snugly Brett actually would be yeah. Because I don't think Eric would want to. So I mean, I I got to see what else I have to do on it. But if you buy it digitally, I'll do it. I have definitely one digitally. So okay, I'm ninety nine percent sure. So then us three, Vincent. I say I keep saying Vincent. Vince, Diana, Brett, yeah, other Brett, Snugly Brett. Dude, I'd be down. And also, I know that y'all are good enough. The one thing that's going to be weird is having to relearn Destiny 1's like Vault of Glass. Minutia stuff. Whether Actually, it'd be Crota's End. You would want I to think Crota's End would be the easiest one. It's the one. easiest one. Because yeah. the one time that we were doing that trophy run, with, we, I think Donovan was involved. Yeah, we, we, got, we, got, we got to the bridge. We would always die at the very end. Well, um, so that was the one time me so, and you somebody, did it. The, the, somebody <laughs> would die during the first step of Crota uh, Final Boss. I think I remember that, yeah. It was Evan. That's exactly who it was. Yeah, it was I forgot Evan. about this. It was Evan. Because we were doing the sword glitch to get across the bridge. Yes, that's right. You and then one person were. would just wait there, and then somebody would sword jump. I have to assume the sword glitch is still in the game because Destiny 1 has not been updated. <laughs> I, I have a level 400 warlock. I literally, the day, I'm sorry, the weekend before Destiny 2 was coming out, I think, I got, all I needed was a ghost. Because if you remember, ghost was light levels back in Destiny 1. Yes. Yeah. I needed a 400 ghost. I had a 399. Everything else was 400. And it dropped from Sparrow Racing. And I maxed out my level. And I'm like, that's it? That is the perfect send-off to, to the next week when Destiny 2 comes out. I think the layer that would make this difficult, but I've already kind of said this to, to y'all, but I want to throw this out in the world in case anybody <laughs> from Sony, nudge, nudge, wink, wink, is out there listening. Probably not. But hey, you know, let's let's do this. Now that you have this influx of Sony money, let's do this thing where you go back into Destiny 1 and you patch it for literally just the game to unlock the, the frame rate if it detects that it's on a PS5. Now, here's the problem with that, and I've thought about it. The actual game base that it's built on, the version of software that it was built on, um, like the last, they would have to go in and change that, so that might be what the extra layer of work was. But if they could pull that off, I see no reason not to because my real thing is like now you have PS5 and you have this and you're going to keep this game servers up. Why not just do a quick little, hey, here, here it is for people that still love Destiny 1. You can play at 60 frames per second on yeah. PlayStation 5. That would be such a boss move. 
Um, so we'll we'll see what ends up happening. Also, it'd be really funny if Sony owning Bungie now is like, let's go ahead and port D one to uh, to PC now as part of our PlayStation to, to PC releases. You know what's crazy is Destiny One is not free to play. You're right, it's not. What does it cost right now? Oh, did you not have it digitally either? No, I still have the Discord though. I thought you did. It was Destiny 2's disc that you snapped in half, wasn't it? Yeah, that was a. Um, it was not on purpose. It was. I mean, it was on purpose. It was on but, purpose, but it wasn't out of rage. It yeah. was my disc reader stopped working finally. That was what kicked my butt. In the and then they gave us Destiny 2 as part of PS Plus. Bro, it's sixty dollars digitally. Well, thankfully so, I Chris, have Chris. You better save up some shekels because oh, hold on, I got to look and see if I have it or not. Now, now you've got me worried. Look, if we have an issue getting anyone else, if anybody who's listening would be crazy enough and willing to go into the Destiny One grind with us and pop out that Crota's end eventually, uh, I would be forever grateful. For the we record, could just stream I looked, it. I'm straight we'll up stream not even use. close. So that yeah, might be. We'll okay. stream it. And use Patreon money to buy it. Huh? <laughs> we'll stream it. And use Patreon money to buy it because it'll become a, a production at that point. That's how tax write-offs work, right? I yeah, can't Destiny, even. Well, Destiny the collection is sixty dollars. Destiny the Collection. Okay, I don't think that's the one I have. That's the one you need, though. I don't think it is. I think it is because I have every individual. I have. I have uh, every individual. Oh, add-on. DLC. Okay, so, so all just, I need, need is Destiny. I think I have the Rise of Iron disc in there. Oh, I have. Okay, I have Rise of Iron digitally. Well, that's just a DLC. And, yeah, I know, but that means that I have uh, King's Taken Hall, King. Taken King. Yeah, I have Taken King digitally. So, and I, that means I have Destiny. I guess we should preface this. This is going to be a very short episode because we have things to do. And it's also no main topic. So expect just a lot of Destiny talk. Yeah. The bigger thing to think about in general here is that there's really not a lot to, uh, there's not a lot to discuss to talk about this week. So we're just going to have a fun episode and then have a real fun episode when Chris is here in uh, the South. Next week, yeah, yeah, 250 is going to be fun for everybody, unless we all die Mm -hmm. on a car on the way back. I'm sure someone heard that was just like, It's not that bad here, I promise. It's not. <laughs> yeah. We're going to go eat catfish, or at least I am. That's where we're going Saturday night. Bro, yeah. I didn't think about that. Okay, Chris, you don't have to get catfish at Ironwood, mm-hmm. but you you at least need to try a piece, a piece of, of one of ours. Yeah, because yeah, okay. it's very good. Do you like fish? I like tuna and salmon and cod. Do you like fish sticks? Do you like fish sticks? I think I asked you this already. <laughs> no, I, I'm did. not a... It was uh, last week. Non-cisgender fish. Oh what, Kanye, South Park. Uh, I was gonna say Kanye. Yeah, Kanye. <laughs> I I've not caught up to South Park at all. Protect. Oh, this is old. This is this is like I haven't twelve caught, years ago. I haven't been. Listen, that's a lot of South Park. That's a lot you of South Park. The, uh, not a gay fish. Not a gay <laughs> fish. I've not, I've not seen South. Obviously, South Park in in literally 12 years at least you you're living a miserable life it's a good show it's a fantastic just, show so guess what right now i think it's time for us to move over to saul move over to saul what you been playing i've been playing destiny 2 as well i finally got a multi glass <laughs> completion <laughs> we, we did it so destiny 2 uh fire teams part actually i'm, I'm gonna almost guess you there's guarantee there's a destiny podcast called the fire, fire teams. team i guarantee yeah. you yeah um, yeah the, the ign one easy. was called uh fire team chats Oh, okay, that's too easy. Um, that's a that pretty good name, honestly, though. Mm-hmm. You got to come up with an interesting, like, Crota's Bizarre Adventure. Or my second runner-up for our clan name, which is uh, Crota's Only Clan. So <laughs> Only. Yeah. Sabathussi's uh, Only Fans. 
No. <laughs> the, the, the word is forbidden. Um, it's it's the forbidden text. But um, that's what Alo is going to get. Sabbath Oh, oh my God! God, the Anyways, crossover no one knew you wanted. Rule so, thirty four. Aloy Sabbathusy. Oh my gosh! Anyways, drinking Vex milk. Let's get far away from this subject. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I've been playing Destiny 2. I finally got a Vault of Glass completion last night. Uh, didn't take us too long. It took us long enough, though. We started at like How many six, hours? Three hours? Yeah, four hours. We started at 6.30. We got done at 10.30. The one, but the, to be the fair, one Chris and I did was seven hours. So, But to be <laughs> fair, we had a person who has never done the raid before on our team. Mm-hmm. And he, did, he didn't even use his mic. What? Like he, 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 he was, He's on our clan. And his name is DB Myers in, in Discord. Mm-hmm. He didn't even use the mic at all. Like he was like, he's like, hey guys, I don't know how to play or anything. He said, so just tell me what I need to do. And he wasn't calling out for oracles or nothing. So he was not being a great raid like raid person. But we never wiped because of him. I don't think that's a pretty. Yeah, it was I mean, like, what are you going to do? Mr. Sarcasm was a first for the last time that whenever I hopped in and he was doing fine. Yeah, and, so. and, and see, we never made it. I just realized this. We never made it to Atheon with Mr. Sarcasm last time. We, yeah, not with him. Yes. So I had to explain to him how that works. And I, and I thought it, I thought of it as the easiest way to explain Atheon was like, hey, if you're teleported, listen for call outs. And then I realized, yeah, just do right, middle, left. Or if it's just do the first two. And Vince was like, yeah, that's all we ever have done on our clan. It was like, mm-hmm. so if it's like, Back, middle, front, middle, Whatever's right. Left, you just say, you know you yeah, you just, it's process of elimination. Mm-hmm. So we messed up there twice, though. But that was my fault. It was because I was reader, Eric was reader, and Brett was reader. And then there was times like where Brett and Eric got sucked in and I was not paying attention. And then they were like, what's the Oracle? And I'm like, I looked at the back wall and there's nobody up there. I'm like, oh, <laughs> uh, it's a wipe. Because <laughs> yeah. they, they would always wait until the second, the second ping. And I'm like, y- y'all let me know first. If y'all don't hear me saying something first, that happened one more time. So, uh, but then we we finally we finally got Atheon beat. Um, I think it was it was <laughs> one or two people were having a issue understanding the decontainment buff of mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. when you get out, like it's not instant. You're not going to see that buff pop up instantly on your screen. You got about ten you, seconds. Yeah, you're going to be sitting there doing damage, and then you see it. Then you just got to run to the middle block and just stand there, and then jump back because we'll get you out real quick. So we died a couple times to that, but eventually we got it. I got a couple fate bringers, no good rolls that I already what I already don't have. See, this is where the difference between grandmaster and raids comes in. Raids are fun. I'm I'm not completely against them. I think raids are fun because figuring out the mechanics and and working them through has its own level of reward. Right. Whereas grandmaster is like you know you know Lake of Shadows. Who doesn't know Lake yeah. of Shadows? But are you ready for Lake of Shadows where 90% of the map can one hit you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a whole other ball game. It is. You know, like the, day that's, one raids when they crank the difficulty to where it's way higher, that's a different thing. Because in that sense, you're having to try and learn the mechanics and deal with the fact that yeah. something can probably one hit you. That's a whole different thing. But at least as a general idea, I think what kind of feels here is that and I don't mean this in the way of like it's challenging, but I mean this in the sense of like anytime that you're playing a Souls game, it's not as much about the me- there's base mechanics you got to know, but really right. it's about you got to know when to when to hide, when to block, when to dodge, all those things, and it's just about they're only as hard as you're not paying attention to what you've got to do. That's what Grandmaster feels like because it's not oh I've got to pay attention to <laughs> true this difficulty. in this yeah it's true difficulty not 
hey, I got to rely on six other people for a set yeah. of mechanics to and get past this puzzle. See, that's the that's the secret in raids that I think that's what makes Last Wish one of the best raids ever. That's what makes King Call, King's Fall one of the ba- the the best raids ever, and Crota's End. Those three raids, I never thought Vault of Glass was a great raid, but I think that the mechanics in Vault of Glass are really fun. But I, I think Vault of Glass is just very bland. Like, um, the only reason I would ever do Vault of Glass would be to get a better Fatebringer roll. The problem with Vault of Glass is also the diff- in terms of the mechanics side of things, the difficulty suddenly spikes up at Gatekeeper. Gatekeeper and Atheon, trying to juggle mechanics between people gets a lot more complicated than the rest of the raid. Yeah, it does. It, it's a weird it's You can a weird get to Gatekeeper spike. and I swear an hour, if even that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If if you, like, and then I guarantee the rest of y'all's three hours of rating was probably something to do with Gatekeeper and Atheon. It was. It was. Yeah. It was understanding like callouts of like we're in Venus, <laughs> we're in Mars, you know, um, and you know when you get out here, drop the well, and then crap, we're detained. Wipe. That was. It was literally Oracle's was like fifteen minutes of work, and that's all three phases of Oracle's and Templar. Sure. That was the first, second, and Templar. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's not too bad. I think. What makes Last Wish fun to me is that that it's that level of hard, almost the all the way across time. the. Yeah. It's like oh, it's again and kind of like Chris said, it's not that any of the mechanics are hard to understand. It's that like most of the time you're timed in such a way that it's like you've got to be so flawless at your execution across all six people that that's where the challenge comes from. Even though there are some people that kind of forget, be like, oh, well, this is what you're not understanding. No, Last Wish is not hard to understand. It's hard to execute, execute within the time that you have. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. That's it. If you know what you're doing, it's just about shrinking that little bit of seconds off every single run that you do until you finally get your your good run. Yeah. And see, so that was that was the majority of what I played this week, and it was the majority of it was yesterday because I didn't really play a whole lot of um, video games this week. I downloaded Cyberpunk. On yes. Tuesday, yeah. one more over the patch went live Wednesday, maybe. I think Wednesday, maybe. And I downloaded it because it's 20, 25 bucks on sale. And I played the first hour of that game. I encountered a very annoying glitch that was kind of annoying. Um, a very annoying that was kind of annoying. Yeah, it was. It was <laughs> well, I should, I should say it was a very wild glitch that was really. Oh my gosh. It was. A very annoying glitch, Chris. and it was there like the tutorial mode, like where if you do something wrong in the tutorial mode, they'll teleport you back to a starting point. And yeah, this is the worst meme I've ever seen in my life. Um, <laughs> sorry, people who are audio listeners, we need to share this in the Discord. <laughs> make it the thumbnail. Who needs oh their God. triangle square date? I wasn't trying to interrupt you. Anyways, uh, <laughs> there's a part in like the tutorials where if you do something wrong, you get teleported. They're like, let's try that again. But I it, it auto-saved on me. In the middle they, of a teleport? Yeah, like I was walking <laughs> forward and then I would just teleport. And I was walking forward and I would just teleport. I'm like, I'm not even doing anything wrong. It's not even letting me do the mission. It's not. Uh, it was to... Have you, did you do all the tutorials, you guys? I mean, yeah, it's been a long time ago. But yeah, There's did, one yeah. tutorial like where you have to like walk up and you have to like uh, like... Kill a guy and dump him into a dumpster at the same time. Okay, yeah, I can't remember. And it was like that that I did something wrong on or something. I don't know, but it was like that's wrong. Let's do it again. And then I teleport. And then I'd walk up before I even got to him. It's like that's wrong. Let's do it again. And I had to go all the way back to like the the meeting with the guy in the tower because I picked uh, Cipro or whatever it's called, not Cipro, medicine, Um, Corpo. 
Um, so I did all that and I did that and then I, I progressed a little bit further. I got to the part like we had to save the girl in the apartment mm-hmm. and I, I called it saving there. I was like, I'm done for the night. I played it one night. Uh, I, I was like, I'll go back to it when I'm not, when I feel like it. Um, cause I just didn't feel like it that night or the next night. I have been addicted to Fire Emblem Three Houses. This is the first time that that game has really encaptured me and just the, how, you know, fun that game is in terms of both the combat and the, persona like nature of it because it does have like the you're the professor kind of teacher guy and you can go fishing you could do all this cooking stuff it's really fun that way too i didn't think i was gonna like that and i've turned out that i do um so i have i actually put xenoblade chronicles remastered or de- definitive edition on the back burner for that game so oh, i forgot yeah, yeah you did yeah, yeah i've been playing that that's just a um that game's good too it's just it's hard to juggle two jrpgs and destiny and potentially Horizon, the first one, to replay it soon to get ready for Horizon Zero Dawn and Elden Ring. I will tell you right now, as someone who thought, yeah, I'm going to replay Horizon uh, Zero Dawn because the new one's coming up. I think that you'll probably get about the same three and, to five hours I end. And you'll I be am. like, yeah, this is this is exactly how I remember this game. And you'll be like, yeah, I don't really Just need okay. to replay this. Well, here's the thing. Five years of open world game design oh, has come, yeah, has really made some of the worst spots of Zero Dawn stand out. Now, there's some parts that are really good. I still think gameplay wise, Zero Dawn's really good. Oh, yeah. I still think that design wise, for the most part, the design is pretty good. I think for the most part, the game looks pretty good. But when you're playing on a PS5 at 60 frames per second and looking at these things, pop in is pretty noticeable. Uh, you get um, it's you don't realize like it's like now it's 60 frames per second but that doesn't do anything for the draw distance and stuff so like you'll yeah. be walking and you'll see like the low detail rock you get like six foot from it and suddenly it pops to high detail you're like that's kind of distracting see and the bigger thing is like a lot of the things of like how dead most of the npcs are how bad the side quests truly are in that game because they are bad the main quest and the story is good the side quests in that game are terrible they always have been they're, yeah they were they're always the characters are mostly or- bad uh, and a lot of that comes from the 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 mass effect um i don't know why i can't think of the universe andromeda um where it's the galaxy, but um, Mass Effect Andromeda Dead Eyes Syndrome, where like people's people don't move, their heads just it's, express it's and animate with valley. dead eyes and yeah. odd movements of like hand animated mouth and stuff, which is kind of this thing of like when you get into the new game, like you walked in, you're like, how is it? And like I said, almost everything that I thought was kind of like in retrospect to five years of open world game design is what you wanted to see fixed is either entirely fixed or vastly improved enough to where you can overlook it way easier. Yeah, and for those that think we're just crapping all over the game... I'm um, not. I love the yeah, Horizon. I have the Platinum in the first Horizon game. Yeah. It's it's one of those things that like I really enjoyed. I've always said I never understood the people who said that this is a reason to buy a PlayStation 4. It's, I, I, to me, it, did, it was not. It was a great game. But it it was like it's like what people say about Breath of the Wild. It was a great game, but it stops at like great. It's not a ten out of ten. It's not like superb. It's just my experience with it was really good. I got the platinum for it. That's kind of my encompass. Like that's kind of what encompasses the game with me. Is like that's it's done. I'm not raving about it like I was for near constantly after. It was just it was a good experience. It was it was a good experience. Yeah, I do think it's a yeah a great game. That's the best. Yeah. Way it's a great game that has issues, and it was their first one. So I'm not surprised to see that most of it's better. Side quests are far more interesting. The side quests, the people that give you side quests, 
are far more interesting. Yeah. When people talk to you, they express and emote and move their arms and hands and they kind of walk around a little bit. And you know how the first game had that hard, like, I'm going to set the camera over the shoulder of the guy you're talking to and we're going to zoom in on Aloy's face and we're just going to completely flip and do that for them. And that's that's the entire interaction. It's two cameras flipping and it's so dead. And just like okay this is this gets old very quickly and now they're a lot more dynamic and moving and people give an expression and they're interesting people it's kind of got like witcher 3 side quest interest to it because the characters are good yeah and that's and that's that's good too because the game design and the world design of horizon was always pretty good it was always original uh, to a point, <laughs> we were talking about how it reminds us of Zoids a lot. Yeah, but I mean, but but the world design, like, and, and the story was pretty pretty good. Uh, yeah. It's just the cardboard like characters, and it shows you how good Ashley Birch is at voice acting when everybody else in that game, other than um, Lance Reddick, or- Lance Reddick as Salfus was his name. Silence. Si- si- Ross. Yeah, Silence. Silence. S Y L E N. Yeah. Uh, I thought Ross was pretty good too because Ross played a character that made sense as to why he was a little more but see it's it's weird when you have those three characters that outshine literally everybody everyone else, else yeah. everybody else in the entire game it's just okay <clears throat> i do have something to say about and, and i don't know because chris did you did you beat the first uh zero dawn yeah <clears throat> i thought you did one of the biggest things i have and this is where things get interesting they reintroduce characters from the first game that i'm gonna be honest they they look so good i don't remember them, them. yeah there's, I, I very slightly remember them, but I'm like, oh, y'all are trying to treat this like this is one of Aloy's best friends because you did one little side quest for them in the first game. Oh, I hate back. that. But if they sell it better, if you didn't play the first game and you kind of had the recap and done this, you believe that they've been friends because it works. Do they do in a recap game. in the second game? The beginning has got like a light recap that would, you know. <clears throat> I think that, that world deserves more deserves a little bit more than a light recap, though. Sadly, yeah. I mean, it's it's silence. Interestingly enough, narrating the uh, recap of the first game. It's very weird. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. God, yeah. Uh, but <clears throat> yeah, could have. Yeah. Much like him, we were playing Destiny, and I immediately went from Destiny to that, and I was like, it weirded me out for a second because you yeah. have that moment of like, I knew, I know Lance Reddick's in this, but you, I've been hearing Zavala so much, and I'm like. See, I what? forgot Lance Reddick was is Aloy in it. the original Guardian. <laughs> yeah, could you imagine if they now that Dude, they is that, why, so, is that why Sony bought is that why Sony bought Bungie? Dude, they they one hundred percent could if they wanted to. Imagine a raid on a gigantic Thunderjaw. Dude, if, if if Sony be willing to let it happen on every platform, I see no reason not to. Well, it's like we he, said the other day. Why not a uh, Aloy bow Aloy that just bow? you can cycle void solar? Oh, and, and dude, arc. we're putting glaives in the game now. You could give a spear. You could give a glaive that looks like Aloy's spear. My yeah. only issue is with this is it becomes almost like Fortnite, <clears throat> where it's like this is just. I, I've always said before, I'm not a big fan of like guest appearances in games. This is where it makes sense. Having like Freddy yeah. Krueger as like a fighter in Mortal Kombat was probably one of the dumbest things I've ever seen in a video. There game. are times where you can be like, okay, I, I'm feeling this. Like I thought Aloy in Monster Hunter World was cool. That makes sense. Like, makes I thought all sense. that was really cool. The gameplay is similar enough that you're like, oh, this is this is cool. Yeah, but having like <laughs> Jason Voorhees and Freddy Krueger fight up, show up to fight Scorpion and Sub Zero, that's just that's why it just it feels so. Maybe it's it, cool. Maybe it feels, no, it's <laughs> yes, not. it is. That's cool as shit. 
I'm be honest. I'm, so I kind of exist in the middle. I don't absolutely hate it, but I've always kind of felt like this is odd. My only thing is that I'm, I assume someone was like, you know how there was a Freddy versus Jason movie? What if we what about, put that in game? Well, it's, it's, <laughs> it's odd, but it's not like we're putting, oh, Freddy, Freddy Krueger is in Last of Us Part 3. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it could be way worse. It's not. It's I will give you that. Dante so and also, it would also be different if they tried introducing like Jason or Freddy Krueger into the Mortal Kombat storyline. That would be ridiculous. It wouldn't, that though, would be, because isn't the whole thing that they just go to p- take people out of portals <clears throat> and then they go to this tournament? It's they take the like, world's best fighters, they, though. Yeah, they this take... Is, I mean, yeah. They're not fighters. They're not known for being fighters. That's true. Uh, I, they win yeah, every fight they take. I don't know. Really know what you're, you're talking about here. But 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 at this point, you're you're building the expectation that Conan or Conor McGregor is going to be in a game. I don't want that. That's true. Also, where does the buck stop to a degree? Yeah. But I, look, all I'm saying is, in a fighting Bre- game, Fred that Durst, they're Fred not Durst. worried about the story. I mean. If Just Fred Durst was announced for Mortal Kombat 12, are you joking? Oh, dude, I, that, I, I would, would buy the be game so hyped. for that. I would be hyped. I ain't even going to lie. Break stuff plays in the background every time. It's like, <laughs> that's, his, that's the jam right there. That's his, that's his walk-on theme. Every time yeah, he dodges, his, he does a roll and just keep, just, just keep rolling the whole time. His, fa- his fatality is pulling out a chainsaw guy, and, and skinning it. Is. Yeah, 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 it's totally the same guy. Fantastic. Or no, like, instead of it just playing music, just be like, I'm here to break stuff. And then like him like rolling, but rolling, rolling, like like him just saying it like passively as he's doing it. And it's not so, even like Fred Durst. It's like they, they took the vocals from the songs and chopped it up. So every time you roll, it's like rolling, 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 rolling. He ends the fight, just crosses his arms. The winds just keep on rolling, baby. Him straightening up his Yankees hat. No, what kind of hat is he? Where's not Yankees? What is it? The red one. I thought it was a Lint Biscuit hat, if I'm being honest. Is it? Know. No, it was a baseball cap originally, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I might be wrong. Good question. Look up Fred Durst's hat. We'll, we'll figure this out. Well, this is um, the, the, Very important, guys. This, this is, is the best. This is what PlayStation, PlayStation has going on. It is on a New right York now. Yankees hat. <clears throat> oh, no, it's not. What yeah, see, it's a backwards hat with the Lint Biscuit symbol on it. It's not a Lint Biscuit symbol, you dummy. That is a baseball symbol. <laughs> I know. Um, that is 100% anyways, a Yankees hat. What have it's, been, it's a New York Yankees hat. What have you been playing? What have you been playing, Brett? Oh, your turn. Horizon <laughs> and Destiny. Yeah. Another. We haven't talked about these games either, like for a while now. Um, what, what has your experience has <laughs> been? Yeah. So that's it. Um, oh, RuneScape. I am. I'm one quest away that's from surprising. completing. Yeah. Right. That's surprising. I'm one step away from completing the Myreek storyline quest. So I, uh, I, I finally did one of the actual real bosses with boss mechanics that you have to account for in RuneScape where you gotta like look at their charge ups and move away so you can minimize damage and stuff um, and I killed a dragon lord and helped the resistance of the Myreek free the land of Myrditch and not free but inspire hope Meyer what? Myrditch yeah I, what killed, I killed Lord Dracon that's a, that's a mean thing to call your wife <laughs> But I had a good time. That that was like my my day for the Destiny Two Platinum Friday was I beat that quest line and I was like feeling good. And then we got on and then one tried the the Grandmaster. I was like, this is it. This is my day. Yeah. <laughs> so it was good times. You're lucky because my video game experiences before the <clears throat> Grandmaster were not that good. <laughs> you you're playing with the wrong people. I'm just gonna say no, that right no, now. No, 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 it's not. No, that. actually, Chris played entirely by himself. So. I was one light level off and I had no more pinnacles I could get. So I was just like, I'm doing it tonight so that we can do it tomorrow. And it just kept going. 
So I did all of the Wayfinder's Compass, finished that, finished an exotic quest, had to run Crucible between every step of the quest because I needed all Parallax to get, for Destiny. All to get the the 15, what I, I guess maybe probably 1,700,000 experience you needed for the plus one from your Wayfinder's yeah. Compass. Yep. And uh, so I got see a bunch of seasonal challenges out of that. I finished that at like five in the morning, went to work for one o'clock and then came home and did the Grandmaster with you guys. That is 100% what Oof. happened. It's like, oh. So... All right. Well, I think we're going to probably flip around things considering the episode. We're going to go ahead and look at the community yeah. stake. Uh, the, the community stake this week back. was, yeah, with Sony and <laughs> right in the Sabbath to see. <laughs> right in the Sabbath to see. I'm done. Uh, so I'm, done. I'm quitting. <laughs> episode 250 will be Chris's first episode as, <laughs> as second chair. There is no more third chair. We just start going to Saul's house, spray painting Sabathussies on his door. Bro, what Episode. is that? What does that mean? I want you to. I want you to. Mark's all paint right now. Paint that. You want me to paint a Sabathussie? No, oh my gosh. It, it, it glows green with like the high fire. Somebody in Discord's telling you to shut up. Maybe that is what's happening. Welcome to episode what. two fifty of Triangle Squissy. <clears throat> <Ooh. laughs> <laughs> I don't like that word. <laughs> I don't like, I don't like Squissy either. That, really that might dumb. be the closest to understanding when people are Don't. upset about. I know the M word, M O I S T. Moisturize without the urize. <laughs> oh my gosh! Can we let's 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 get into the community's take? So last week we asked you. That's not it. Yes, it is. Oh no, you're right. Why did it load that one up? I don't know. And it's okay. I got the one over here. We asked you about Sony movies. <laughs> we did. We said, what's your favorite game to live action movie adaptation? <laughs> if you don't have one, what would be one you'd love to see get the chance? Or do you think games to movies inherently don't work? Let me clear off this Fred Durst hat real quick. And you people started posting answers before the day. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to start going to like Taco Tuesday on Sunday. Yeah, we're just going to start breaking <laughs> all the rules here. Why not, man? Let's see what happens here. Uh, all right, we're going to go ahead and knock Twitter out real quick. We got our buddy Ryan. He says, uh, <clears throat> my thoughts has always been, why don't they just make game movies? Not in engine, but artistically animated to look like better versions of the actual games using the, using the actual voice actors. Basically like l- watching a long cinematic Uncharted. You would have the continuity of the game. That one's kind of interesting because I... I feel like that's what they did with Ratchet and Clank, and it woefully underperformed. I, I was uh, we, we we can go back to that conversation very briefly for me, but I am not a fan of that. Always because it's like inevitably something will happen, and you're like, "This is I could just play this." It's my thought process. Well, I'd be like, "This is I, to a degree, right?" And like to all all game movies for people that played the game. Have that to a degree, right? When we, when they were first showing off the Uncharted stuff, I was like, "But I've played jumping out of the hel- of the plane. I don't really see how watching it will have the same initial novelty and impact because I've experienced that." And I, you could start looking. It's like how much of the game's set pieces is the trailer or, or is the movie going to use? Because at some point, I'm just witnessing what I've already played, and it had novelty when I was playing because it was new to me. Seeing seeing it happen in live action, I guess, has a, a small amount of novelty. But that was my worry there. But that's kind of the, the thing is at some point you are like, well, it's one of two ways. Either I could be playing this or you don't buy the game because you're like, I can just watch the movie for – I can watch the story for $10 instead of playing it for 60 
<clears throat> yeah. So I don't know. I'm, I'm not entirely against it. I like the idea of, hey, let's have an artistically animated movie that is in a similar vein to the style of the show. I love that idea. I think that that's cool. But I don't necessarily know if following the story is the best way to pull people in. Definitely when the real goal, and this is something that they always struggle with, the real goal, like I said last week, is not about getting gamers to watch it. Gamers are the ones who are most likely to watch it day one, just built-in audience. It's more about what can you do to get people who aren't into these games to come and watch the movies. And I don't know if that's going to be the way to do it. It just depends. My buddy Liam in Discord said my favorite, so I'm just going to read his real quick. He said, I enjoy a lot of them, typically from a bad movie standpoint. I have several on disc or downloaded from Double Dragon. I mentioned that last episode at the very end. That's a fantastic awful video game movie watch it it's great tomb raider series and then he says angelina and those outfits love jesus love jesus and blood rain if you haven't seen it what? though they made a blood rain movie if you haven't seen it though the postal movie is pretty spot on considering the game type of movie and that particular director postal had a movie i these are both news i know to blood me. rain had a movie I did not like know Blood Rain. Five. There's three of them. I did not know that. Did it come out? It did come out to five. Why do I know Blood that? Rain. Blood Rain, the Third Reich. Are you joking? Wow. That is. That's, there's that is there's mem- there has been memories in my brain pushed out and has reserved with Blood Blood Rain came out 2005. You know how pissed off I am right now. Yeah. There are memories that I will never I'll <laughs> I'll never have because my brain thought hmm, Blood Rain came out 2005. Let's keep that in there. Yep. That's interesting. I didn't know Postal had a movie. That's interesting. I could break this table in half. 2007, Postal the film. Your ball was in it? I'm not going to lie. He directs What was all Postal? Them. Like the game. That was the one where it's just like you going around killing people, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> More or less, yeah. I know well, it like, does it say live action South Park? Okay. Listen, that might need to be on the background when we stream next week, just for fun. <laughs> all right. There's going to be two people at all times not doing something. They could be watching Postal. That just looks awful. Anyways, on Discord, we awful also in have, a good way. That's what. Yeah, awful in a good way. We also have Josh Ayers. He says, I love the first Silent Hill movie, which is my favorite answer to a good video game movie, but I also enjoy the Resident Evil movies as they are not really the same as the Dead or Alive movie. Well, they're not really good, the same with Dead or Alive movie. So he actually likes the Silent Hill movie from a from a movie standpoint. I do too. I, I, I do as well. really like the Silent Hill movie. It's um, not, I mean, this is one of those things, this is actually a good thing in my opinion. I'm glad that it doesn't just follow the first game. It takes little inspiration yeah. from the first game, the third game, a little bit from the second. Don't forget the second game. Yeah, you and you kind of just like, okay, here we are with a movie that feels decidedly Silent Hill, but it doesn't feel like I've watched this exact story unfold. Yeah. And I have the same opinion with the Resident Evil movies. Those are good, bad movies. Like, there's not the first one's the closest one to like, this is a pretty good movie. I, the rest of them are just like, I like the Apocalypse. Is that the second one? I'm pretty sure that's the first one. The first one, the, uh, the, the first one just called Resident Evil. Well, the first one had Nemesis in it. Am I right? I might be confusing. I'm pretty sure it's been so long since I've and the second, since I've seen them. The but. second one didn't it introduce Jill Valentine, or did the first one introduce? Hey, dude, I I what I don't even know. I put this point. They all blend together in my head. The one with the or Nemesis was 
fairly like in, entertaining. They're they're all entertaining to be fair. It's just my favorite one of them all. Okay, now I'm I'm actually maybe Apocalypse isn't the one I thought of. They was. did bring up the Dead or Alive movie. Not only did Josh, but Matt G uh, also brought up the Dead or Alive movie, um, which had Jamie Presley as the main character of that movie. Yeah, it did. <laughs> okay, the first one was called Resident Evil. And then Apocalypse was the okay. Yes, the so first one is pretty. Solid. Who's the bad guy? In Apocalypse is it Nemesis? <clears throat> I, I don't know. I'm trying to remember, I, I for some reason I thought he was in the first one. I do too. That's what I think. Yeah, yeah. He is in the first one. Okay. Who, so who's? Yeah, which is which is weird. Who who's the bad guy in the second one? We have Andrew, the Resident Evil. Um, I do kind of remember not hating that movie. Hold on. This says Alice versus Nemesis in the second movie. Resident Evil 2 Apocalypse. Apparently everybody has this problem where they just they just mix it well, all up. This is all I'm about to say. I think the problem with the Resident Evil movies is the first couple were not as bad. I mean, they had moments of kind of goofy uh, things. I remember that to, there was a point where those movies jumped the shark to where they started getting even more. Like, that was pretty bad. That looked like an action. That looked like yeah, small soldiers. It did. Yeah, that's... That's Small a good, Soldiers is a great movie. Fantastic. We were actually talking about that last night. We were doing the Gorgon run, and I said, all right, get ready, Gorgonites. And, don't, and, and two people got Gorgonites. <laughs> Only two people. My favorite answer, though, out of our Discord conversation <clears throat> was No Fate. He said it would be great to make a Wipeout movie. And uh, I... As a fan of Speed Racer. As a fan of Speed Racer, the anime and the movie. The movie's pretty good. I've never seen it, the but I remember that the dude from the dude from Girl Next Door is in it. That's all that my brain yeah, ever is. remembers. He's in a lot of weird stuff, but he's he's the main character of that. And he's in um never mind, I'm thinking of somebody else in another movie. But I, I they could make Wipeout an anime. You know, I said oh an anime movie. Dude, Wipeout like initial D, like where you yeah. just make it where it's super stylized. It, yeah. They could, could they could totally do that. Um That'd be cool, but um, <laughs> but that's my question: of like, what's the market? Va- if we're looking at that from Sony wanting to do it, they want to do things because there's a chance for market value. Is the market value of an of a wipeout anime big enough to justify it in Sony's mind? No, what it would cost? No. maybe, but I don't I, know what it would cost to animate it. A, a lot, because uh, because I would I would prefer hand drawn anime and not. Or hand drawn animation. This would be CGI. right for 3D animation. Yeah. yeah, this would be 3D CG. And that's that's where I think it would lose some of the charm that I have. What it looks like in my head, like a Studio Ghibli wipeout. Would be, yeah, but same time, con- conveying speed in 2D is really hard to do. A Studio Ghibli Resident Evil. Oh, let's put that on the table. That's pretty sick sounding. Um, yeah, but just Studio Ghibli or Miyazaki, because those are the, that's kind of the thing that you're running into. Is like. Well, okay. I don't, I, don't, I don't think. Okay, listen. Miyazaki is great. Uh, Studio Ghibli is some of my favorite movie, like my favorite movie franchises. Considering that he had nothing to do with Grave of the Fireflies, and that movie is still phenomenal. Did he not? No, no. I didn't know that. No, he was not the director. Grave of the Fireflies. So yeah, I would just. So I, I, Dude, yeah, oh my god, that movie! Even though the best Studio Ghibli Whew. movie is Howl's Moving Castle. That's yeah, Spirited number, Away. That's number one. That's number two for me. Although Mononoke is probably up there before Howl's too, but. Howl's is also very good. It's we're arguing. (laughs) We're arguing. You're arguing ordering. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, you know that's kind of honestly that's kind of a lot of our Discord was Dead or Alive, Resident Evil. Um, No Fate brought up Street Fighter. He said just like Street Fighter, this is so cheesy but a guilty pleasure. I've never seen Street Fighter because I've never been a Street Fighter fan. I've seen little parts of it because Trace is a big fan of that movie. Um, and it. 
uh, I don't <laughs> I guess. I don't know. It was really odd. I didn't see enough of it to judge the whole movie. I mean, I like bad was, movies it, a lot. It was weird to come into. I know you do. You love Twilight. <laughs> Twilight's a To be fair, fun. I did too. I did too. Awesome Twilight movie. is the all the first those. Twilight movie. I think about that movie far more often. Literally, I saw a guy yesterday with super pale, and he kind of looked like Edward in the first movie. <laughs> and my brain was just filled with every stupid thing from the first movie, like him looking like he's about to shit his pants when Bella walks in. Isn't it crazy that she's being nominated for an Oscar right now, and Robert Pattinson should have already been. <laughs> he never has. But and they came from that movie. Yeah. Now, now look at Taylor Lautner, a shock boy, and just where where is he at right now? Nowhere in life. I, I quite so like Team him. Edward. I, Hold on, uh, are you Team Edward? This yeah. is, dude, this is the most off the rails podcast we've had in a while. Andrew's Team Edward because he said you can it, only be Team Edward. Jacob is a pedophile. Yeah, that's that's that weird thing of like I am printed. Like it's disgusting. <laughs> I can't believe an adult human wrote that. And it was like, yeah, this is totally fine. So, so you're a furry. Whoa. Okay, Andrew is a self-admitted furry. Okay. There's nothing wrong you, with you that. You heard it here first. Breaking Triangle Square news. There is nothing Andrew wrong with Andrew Miller that. is a FYI. furry. Um, FYI. Some people consider... Oh. Speaking of baseball, a, the baseball scene in Twilight. Do you like catching balls, let's Andrew? Just, <laughs> let's just move off. This is Actually, about I'll to, say this. I'll this say this. going to spiral out. Best soundtrack for Twilight because it had Supermassive Black Hole by Muse as the soundtrack for that scene. Sure. Actually, I thought that the, I thought the, the soundtrack for the second movie, what was it? Uh, which one is it? Eclipse? Eclipse. Breaking Dawn? Uh, Eclipse. New, new, new Moon. New, 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 new Moon, moon is, is two. New yeah. Moon okay. is two. That movie was a lot more serious and a little less fun because of it, but they had a banging soundtrack. It did. I will say. What, A River Flows in You? <clears throat> That's a Twilight thing. I can tell you a what. A thousand years. What is a thousand years? Edward definitely thinks Bella has a river flowing in the, her. The classic Twilight song. <laughs> river of her, his blood. Oh, uh, well, that's, that might be like a, a sub thing. I will say this, though. I, the, the, the takeaway from this is go listen to Muse. Also, <laughs> it is because that's a fantastic band. But also, the takeaway was that Andrew is a furry. That, that's, that's, that's number two. This man is over here playing a piano rendition. Never heard of that song. I never paid attention to the movie. Look up a river flows with you. You'll 100% recognize that from twilight, but go watch up, go watch a YouTuber. His name is cosmonaut variety hour. Yeah. He's a fantastic YouTuber. He does like film commentary and joking ways. He does like show. He's just a, he's literally variety YouTuber. And he has a series where he sits down with him and his friend and they watch twilight. And it's great. It is fantastic, dude. I think I think Twilight might be the most un the, my favorite unintentional comedy of all time. It's it's honestly listen listen listen. I I have belly laughed harder than I have for a ton of things from mm-hmm. watching that movie, and it's clear as day that the movie wasn't trying to do that, but in a such a way that it almost kind of does feel purposeful, like. It's really it's an odd thing to have a conversation about because it feels like the movie's trying to be serious, but sometimes you're like, they know, so they know mm-hmm. how stupid this is. So in high school, I read the first <clears throat> Twilight book way before the movie was like. A I didn't thing. know this was a games podcast, but it is a games podcast. This is off the rails, <laughs> but uh, it was way before the movies were a thing, and I was like, that was a pretty good book. And then I saw the second one, which was New Moon. This is just a really off the wall story, and it was at Borden Books in the mall. Remember that place? Mm, yep. It was, a, it was a fantastic bookstore. And I remember thinking, like, oh, yeah, like I like that book enough. Like, I might pick that up later. And then, like, a month later, 
the 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 announcement of the movies are coming out. I'm like, I guess I'll go find it. I could not find New Moon until a year after the first movie had come out. Yeah, every like they were so in high demand. I I had to read New Moon after the first movie came out. It's because everyone wants vampire smut. That's what it is. What was it? Anna Lee, Anna Lee Rice, Annalisa Rice, who did like a really good like uh, vampire book. And Rice, isn't it? Like, you talking about interview with the vampire? And the damned. You talking? I can't stand that. Bram Stoker. Well, okay, look. Let's get this back on on some. If you want to hear more here. about Twilight, you can listen to an old episode of Midweek Matinee where we discuss <clears> all about Twilight. So, continuing on, I want to get this one out there because I think it's really funny. Uh, there's two people that mentioned something else too. Uh, but the first one is rude days. 93 says the original 1995 mortal Kombat. Does it have cheesy acting, terrible fight scenes and bad CGI? Absolutely. But when Shang soon says your soul is mine, they put <laughs> Shang soon in the, in the game because of that in the newest, in the newest game that he says that when Scorpion screams, get over here. When Luke Kang's hair is flowing in the wind and when the greatest movie soundtrack of all time starts with the iconic <laughs> shout of mortal Kombat. You cannot tell me that you didn't want to fight your best friend right there. I'm not gonna lie; the new Mortal Kombat movie is pretty good. It's I haven't not, watched it. It's not bad. It's it's not bad as I thought it would be. <laughs> Sang Sung, yeah. Johnny Coppola's grandpa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this old news answer. You're, you're behind. You're behind. This is not a movie podcast. Johnny Tsunami has the highest amount of lore ever. But we're talking about movies inherently, so this is not that off of the rail. What? Bro, I, I watched Johnny Tsunami the day it came out. We talking about? Hey, if you're older than I, I am, and that's good. That just means that statistically speaking, you'll die before. Get I on do. my level. My older brother took me saw that in theaters. All right, so this is actually a great one. Uh, Detective Pikachu. That's a we good talked one. about Sonic, and I do think Sonic is really good, and I, I enjoyed it a lot. But Detective Pikachu is a great movie. I really yeah, enjoyed cool. it. I thought it was fantastic. Done. Sonic is still the best. I actually, I, I don't know, dude. I actually think I might like Detective Pikachu oh, no, even dude. more than Sonic, but I don't know. Sonic, Sonic, Sonic may be being faced with recency bias, but I do like Sonic a lot, and I watched it again and still liked it just as much. So, yeah, Sonic was good. Um, so, Detective Sonic's Pikachu good. is good though; it's excellent. It's the kind of thing where I hope that it's, it was weird, though, right? Like, I hope it's not entirely it. a one-off, but that movie was great. When you really think about it, it's really weird. The it's whole weird. like twist at the end. Not twist. The, I guess it was a twist. It was I definitely mean, yeah. an attempted twist, but it was, it was so obvious. I know, but just, just the thought of that in your mind, right? The thought of a human. Yeah. Yeah. Don't say much more. I'm not, but I'm just saying the thought of that is is crazy. I mean, to be fair, they do that it's in the first too. video game. They do. But that's I think that's the only time they've ever done that. Because Bill was ditto, right? Or didn't Bill turn himself into a Pokemon? Yeah, he tur- yeah, he did. Well, I don't Dude, know. Speaking if was... of Ditto and Detective Pikachu, oh, oh yeah, that's pretty good. Dude, that would be sick. Onto Facebook because we've cleared Discord out of all answers. We do have Facebook. All right, so I uh, got a couple answers here. Uh, Josh Farmier says, I don't think I have one, really. The original Mortal Kombat was okay, I guess. I just want a video game movie to follow the story of the game. I would love to see a Final Fantasy X movie with the same storyline as the game, just not a 100-hour movie. Nope. To which I had to say, nope. because it's a genuine question, how do you make a game that is a, that has a you know 60- to 100-hour story 
and condense it into a two-hour movie, uh, even a three-hour movie, let's just, which n- n- is not going to happen. But let's just say, how do you do that? And well, like, that's... what do you propose that you cut versus what do you keep? And yeah, there's gameplay that bumps that up. But even if you take the gameplay out of those games, you're still dealing with 30 to 40 hours of story. Step <laughs> one is to not do that. <laughs> Step two is to hire Tom Cruise to play Titus. Titus. And then all nope. And then all as well. Meg Ryan as Yuna. Titus. So I like I like when how you say don't this do movie, it. But 1996. Then also do it. Yeah. Meg Ryan is uh, Meg Ryan is Yuna. Hold on, let's see here. Who's Lulu? Uh, Wait, okay, where's Tom Hanks then? Uh that's Oron. <laughs> Actually, dude, Tom Hanks is Oron would be sweet. Um uh, I would fucking love Leonardo that. Leonardo DiCaprio is uh, not Zayanort. <laughs> so Leo DiCaprio is Zayanort for um, if we ever get Kingdom Hearts casting. I'm going to remember that you said this. Whoa, blue hair guy, 10. What's his name? I'm blanking. Blue hair guy. You must Seymour? Seymour. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio is Seymour. <laughs> okay. And Johnny Depp as Sin. Long hair Johnny Depp. What's eating Gilbert Brake? What's eating Gilbert Grape? <laughs> I said, what's eating Gilbert Brake? Oh, this is getting so out of hand. I, honestly, Who's, I'm not going to lie, Chris. You had a lot of restraint because I thought you were going to re- reply with what's eating Sabbath. <laughs> 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 and, and you, you missed this opportunity. <laughs> I've been trying to make a sleepless and spirit joke for a while. So, Oh, got, yeah. Sleepless. Yes. Yeah. Or you've oh, got mail. Good. How do you how do you do uh how do you do that one? You've got blitzball. You've got you've got sin. You've got crystals. <laughs> you've got Dude, Mira. The oh. fact that they basically made the same movie twice with two different names years apart and we're like, Yeah, don't worry about it. You know how yeah. they have I love that, both of the movies though. You know how they have that meme of like Tom Hanks like hold like it's like he's dropping something and he's making a face and it's like oops all something. It's like oops all lightning. Like with <laughs> <laughs> oh boy all right so yeah that's the thing where that kind of goes back to what we're talking about with the thing of like i don't necessarily know that i want to follow the same story but i will say if there's ever an argument for that the closest thing i could see is if people who don't have time to play 120 hour persona 5 but then they make a persona series there is i could see people being first of all i'm sure there is but is it is it exact retelling of five no it sucks play the game But what if I don't want to? They did that with three and four too, didn't they? Yeah. There's been a. I know four has one. There's been Persona series. There's been Tales of series that were animated. There's been books. Yeah. Been tons of stuff like that. I know Bruseria has Uh, a lot. Why haven't we been doing this for every one of them? Just making dream casting of everything. Like you used to do. Like I remember somebody somebody said back in the day, it was like, what do you want Dragon Ball Z to be? And somebody was like, uh, Samuel Jackson is Piccolo. (laughs) And I was just like, what did they do? That would be awesome. Dude, I would love it, but I would want it to be unapologetically Samuel L. Jackson at the same time. Like, oh, I'd yeah. want it to be like, I said Dodge, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is officially lost its way. Uh, this is, yeah, this is way off the This way one off track. and the next one is just like, this is like the appetizer for 200. I mean, this is basically episode 250 part one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's yeah. what we're doing here. Um, all right, next one, which I think is actually I could see this one working. Uh, Bailey Robertson says I think Death Stranding could possibly work as a movie, but other than that, I'm not a fan of video game movies. Who would Death play Stranding's Sam? story? Uh, yeah, who would play Sam? Almost like there's Leonardo an actor DiCaprio. that looks. Yeah, that's that's who, that's who he's based off. Samuel of, Jackson plays Hartman. Yeah, 
No, Samuel Jackson should play Sam. <laughs> and then the whole time, Joel kind of L. Jackson, motherfucker. <sighs> <laughs> then he made. I like how I did it too, but I like how both of us are somehow putting uh, the dude from Dexter Dokes. We're basically making oh, Samuel yeah. L. Jackson into Dokes because we're both saying. <laughs> Uh, well, are you getting somewhere as Doug's coming in here? Yeah. That's Mama. No, I'm kidding. I got perfect casting for Mama. Listen. Hideo Kojima. <laughs> <laughs> That's my mommy. The thing is, though, I think the reason that Death Stranding can work is that it's pretty much all real actors yeah. who look exactly like themselves, who could play themselves in a movie format. Mm-hmm. And the game was already made so cinematically that you could almost argue. I guarantee you, someone's made a cut of Death Stranding as a movie where all it is is they cut all the cutscenes together into a filmic like fashion. Oh, I'm 100 percent sure they've done that. I'm, I'm sure it's because you got you got what's his name for Sam. You got Martin mm-hmm. Quali for Mama. Um, Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo del Toro for Dead Man. What? Wouldn't it's you have to times. recast Guillermo because he didn't actually voice act him? Did he not? I'm fairly positive he didn't. He did. Oh, I could have, for some reason did. I could have sworn I read that he didn't. I, I, you about blew my mind. Yeah, voice, motion, capture, everything. I was gonna. I, that's. I was on. I was really about to break this table in half. <laughs> what else we got on Facebook? Yeah, we went, sorry. Why quiet all of a sudden? Kind of blew my mind for a second there because I don't know how you. I guess you thought you read that somewhere. I did. That sounded exactly like Guillermo del Toro whenever he gave the at the Game Awards, whenever he did the trailer for whatever that weird circus Death Stranding. movie thing was. Yeah, Death Stranding. <laughs> um, circus move. Oh, you mean Pinocchio? Yeah. Father. I was right. <laughs> he doesn't do it. He doesn't do the voice acting or the capture. Jesse Cordy plays this. Dead Man and no, Justin Leeper does the performance capture. I just looked I'm it up right this table in half. <laughs> well, no, I'm saying who's the actor? You said who is it? Jesse Cordy does the voice and Justin Leeper does the performance capture. Dude, to be fair, I'm going to be honest with you. He's not much of an on-screen guy anyways. So no. I'm, I'm, I'm not I, that shocked as, yeah. I, as I really am. But, but I'll concede I was wrong, Chris. Yeah, that is. That's okay. To be fair, I, I, my entire about, thing wasn't saying I read it somewhere. It just it felt like it was Guillermo del Toro. Hey, hey Chris, he was wrong about Skyrim too, wasn't he? Yes, uh, yes hey, he was. Listen, if y'all want to reopen nope. the silent protagonist, I'll conversation, reopen it. I'm. I'll, I'll, I'll be late it. to work for this conversation. <laughs> Chris, don't be late to work. <laughs> we could just have it on two fifty in person. <laughs> it's like a five hour episode and three of the hours just of like just a, me fighting you. I could be the mediator and it'd be like an actual debate. We could set up a green screen funny. behind us. We get dressed up. You could have like a PowerPoint. Your Honor. <laughs> PowerPoint. We, cut, we cut to you in like judge robes. <laughs> I, I will say this. There's this trend that I love and it's like everybody gets together for a PowerPoint night and they bring their own PowerPoint. And it's it's just a thought you have that you got to convince other people. See so these slides about like why it makes sense. <laughs> okay. And you have to present it to all your friends. I'm like, that's a, that's a pretty fun idea. Uh, that's, that's pretty fun. I'm going to do one more. Uh, I'm going to do I'm going to do Derek Porter because it's a little bit different than what we've been talking about. He says, I really only like the latest Tomb Raider movies, but other than that, video game adaptations tend to be terrible. The Witcher Netflix series is pretty good, but it's not technically a movie. If I had to guess what could do good if done correctly, I'd like to see Death Stranding, Horizon, or Control. They benefit from detailed story elements which could help their movie adaptation. We will soon see if the Uncharted uh, movie and the Last of Us series are any good. Um, and 
you know, I think one of the big things here is kind of the, the discussion that I'm seeing from most people is that a TV show games being ad- adapted to TV shows, I think has a much better chance of working. We kind of mentioned that a little bit last week, but I think that a lot of other people agree with that sentiment. So we'll have to see Chris, how much time you got? We got time. Like okay, I'm just, I, just double checking. Just double checking. We can make it through news that quick. Are we good? News is pretty barren. News is. I don't have a single thing to say about any of it. I figured you didn't. Um, There's only one thing that I figured you might have something to say about, but we'll we'll get there in a a second. Is it the um, Tulu? We've already talked about it. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so thank you guys for the community stake input, and uh, we'll have to. I mean, we'll talk about it in the news. Actually, I guess we'll go ahead and start that off. Uh, First thing I'll talk about in the news is that Sony's Uncharted film, as we're talking about movies, despite not so stellar reviews, seems to have moved into a rather successful opening weekend for the type of movie that it is of 45 to 50 million. Uh, Now it's got plenty that it's got to make back. I think it was 120 million budget. So it's at least a decent starting point and it might spell some form of a success for PlayStation productions as their first output. Um, while we're still in the spirit of talking TV shows and whatnot, HBO recently updated uh, how production on The Last of Us show is going with filming currently going on in Canada at the moment with clarification that the show doesn't have an air date because it will not be in 2022. Now, one of the other things that came out this week is that um, they're casting for Sam, which means that the show is still in this form of casting here and there. And one interesting thing that came from that is that apparently Sam is going to be deaf in this adaptation. So that's a creative liberty that they've chosen to take. What an interesting... That's kind of a cool way to do things, though. Yep. So we'll see how that ends up working out. Uh, The casting call is like no prior acting experience needed. Just want someone who's uh, good with American Sign Language. So uh, Hmm. it it said... um, He's going to get... Age 8 to to 14, I think. It's like they had a pretty wide casting range of what they were willing to pull them in. So... What I was getting at with that, though, Saul, is uh, it seems like they started filming last year, which seems like this is a long time for a show to be filming. So what do you think the reasoning is? Slow down of production, scheduling conflicts, having to sh- like shoot across different times because of that? Or do you think there's a chance that they're trying to make sure that they film in relation to the seasons that are p- so prevalent in the first game? And they're actually wanting to have it to where the sets are outside so that they- you have the visual representation that matches the tonality of the seasons. I mean, that's really cool. And it would help with passing of time, right? Because in the yeah. game, you have the passing of time. And even though the game doesn't do a good job of aging up Ellie, when in reality, an 11-year-old Ellie would look quite a bit different a year later, almost. Yeah. Um, so that would be kind of cool if they're doing that and you kind of get to see uh, Ellie's character get a little more withered. And Well, that's always know, the You weird- can always fake that. You could you could fake it on a sound screen if you want. Yeah, to. and that's always the weird thing with like child actors too is like how quickly they age versus the length it takes to make product like productions. So it's oh yeah, dude. Like when they were talking about in God of War from a game design standpoint, because games are so different. Like a is that they had to keep writing stuff off, and there was a point where it was like we have to get done, or we're going to literally voice out of Atreus at this age. And we won't be able to have Atreus sound the same, which is an interesting thought process because you hear the same actor, Sonny Soljic, in the new game, and you're like, that that sounds like Atreus, but much older. Reminds Um, me of uh, how How I Met Your Mother recorded the ending, like at in season one, because the the kids would get too old. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Old Justin, uh, what's what's his name? Wizards of Waverly Place, dude. (laughs) 
because he was the he was one of the sons. I can't remember his name right now. I just know my son no was his brother. Yeah, <laughs> that's that, that's his his legacy. Yeah. Oh, it's that dude that was Selena Gomez's brother in that show. Uh, all right, moving on to the next uh, couple pieces of news. While we're on Sony, I'll stick there. Uh, Sony's marketing has gone all in on Horizon Forbidden West with a number of interesting marketing campaigns, events, and tie-in products coming along with the game. In Sydney, Australia, they've started a tour of 15 cities for a massive Klaus Rider statue that players can visit that has a code embedded on it that can be entered as part of PlayStation's PS5 Treat Codes event where players can find codes across a number of places to enter to win a PS5. Uh, Horizon also sees a branded Seagate external HDD, which I guess is for the PS4 version. That seems like an odd, but I guess that's where the majority of sales are going to be. A uh, tall neck Lego set and an Arbor Day collaboration where Sony will plant a tree in three different deforested areas throughout the U.S. for every player that unlocks the Reach the Daunt trophy that is awarded for simply playing the first few hours of the game. So there you are. Well, real quick, I, I'm curious what you think about the the Reach the Dunt thing, because this kind of seems like, hey, guys, we're willing to help save the Earth, but only if you play so much of our game. <laughs> this seems like the most interesting, like, hey, guys, if if, the, if it keeps being deforested, just remember that you could have bought Horizon and played, oh my and played a few trees. <laughs> I saw that, and I was like, I don't know if that's a great idea, because if they were just like, if it was something even more simple, where it was like, for everyone who watches the horizon video will plant a tree or something this is entirely based off buy horizon and then play it long enough to hopefully get you hooked in so that you keep playing it and we'll plant a tree for you we'll save the world if you play our game <laughs> ballsy move what dude it. what would the irony be if if sony who produced a game about the end of the world because of corporate greed from one person ends up being the company that plunges us in, into the horizon like state of like the world ending because of some sony rogue ai that would be the most funny crap in the world if that's jim ryan's uh programming glitches and he just kills everyone J- jim ryan is ted Farrow, <laughs> like he knew <laughs> but he he was like listen i know the ps5 pro is not ready yet I know. I know the new AI for it's not ready, but we've got to push this out to market because we have to make we have to meet quarterlies, guys. <laughs> right. Um, speaking of Horizon, I found out yesterday. I don't know. Useful little tidbit in the menu. You can um, make the say the load times immediate instead of. Uh, okay, Josh said waiting. that in our Discord, and I looked through the menus and could not find what it's the in setting was called. General. I'm not entirely sure what it is, but it'll say like. Uh, tips or something like that, and then if you scroll, it'll say immediate. And it's just instant loads. Okay, that's cool. I mean, the, it, the loading's three seconds without doing that. That's hardly it's, a worry. But yeah, but it's, it's even less. Legitimately, it's, like half a second. Like, like it goes yeah, black and comes up. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. It's uh, it's the Miles Morales. You you the screen fades to black when you fast travel, and then you back up. Yes. Yeah, that's sweet. Yeah, I no, mean, it's great. Got to give it to him pretty cool uh so there's that uh let's see uh i guess still looking at the idea of games and movies uh let's let's kind of restart this over here the first thing was video game to movie adaptations continue to be of interest to companies as netflix announced a bioshock film is in the works at the streamer though for the time being that is literally all the details we have i will watch that the day it comes out i'm gonna tell you right now it's free it it can only be being as part of netflix this is my biggest I'm curious if they would, because Arcane was quite successful. I would personally love to see this be animated. 
I think a Bioshock animated movie could be so sick. Was it arcade done by Netflix too? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I would absolutely love that. If, if they do Bioshock, they absolutely cannot tell the story of the first game. I think that would be an awful decision because I think the entire crux of that game is that it's you're playing it. Yeah, and it's that's that's kind of the like the, the plot twist point in a weird way. Right. It's like, yeah. how do I you agree. do that ending and then be like, I'm just, would you kindly continue sitting down for an hour? What? <laughs> it's not, that doesn't really work for me. How does that adapt? Yeah. Pro, uh, yeah, that's a good question. I yeah. wonder what they do. And I also wonder, is it just telling the story or is it like we're kind of talking about, is it just Bioshock in terms of all the elements that you expect from a Bioshock game, but it's mostly an original story. But the fact that they showed a picture with the Big Daddy makes me think that they're probably trying to go Bioshock 1, Bioshock 2, at least something in Rapture. I feel like you could get away with Bioshock 2. I don't think you get away with Bioshock 1. Agreed. Agreed. Actually, Bioshock 2 would be kind of interesting to watch a show from the Big Daddy's perspective. Yeah, it would. Yep. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see what ends up happening there. Anyway, uh, while speaking on games to movies some more, as this whole episode has apparently been about, Paramount have announced that Sonic will be getting a third movie that they've already started work on, as well as a spinoff live action series for their streaming service, Paramount Plus, uh, with Idris Elba agreeing to return as Knuckles for the <laughs> Paramount Plus series. Do I look whoa, whoa, whoa. like I need your power? Dude, that's a hype commercial. I'll it be is. honest, dude. So that sick. moment, that moment's so hype. Every time I see it, like when we went to go watch Jackass Forever and it came on, I've seen that trailer like seven times by then. And that moment is still so sick. Like it happens, I get a little chills in my arms. I'm like, woo hoo uh, it's, it's just this, it's a voice actor, man. It's so Idris Elba is just fantastic. Well, it's everything, right? It's like the the scene of the moment, and then like flashing over to him, and the look on his face, and the animation as he like spikes him down. I was like, that's just a power moment, dude. Like everything about that scene was constructed so smoothly, so great. And to think people don't want him to be James Bond. That that that's. I didn't think people. I didn't know people didn't want him to be. I thought I've heard people want him to be, but I guess inherently there are people that don't agree with that statement. Yeah, they Tom don't want Holland him to be James Bond. James Bond. They, I will smack you. <laughs> you act like it's not going to happen. It's definitely going to happen. In, in 10 years time, sure. What? They're going to do the James Bond oh, yeah, he's, starting Tom Holland. Well, hold on though. Didn't they already announce that his, or didn't they already have a movie where his 007 replacement is supposed to be a like a younger black lady? It already happened. Yeah, no that's, I thought, that's already a movie. movie. Yeah, she's 007. That movie's fantastic. That's too. A, that's the newest. Yeah, that came one, out like right? six months ago. Yeah, yeah. That's it, I've, I, that's. <clears throat> I don't really love those movies, so that's why I'm not that. Invested I would recommend in everybody watch the Daniel Craig series and tell me why he's he's not one of the best James Bonds ever. Because he's yeah, blonde, horrible blue actor. Eyed, you have duh. I don't think he's a horrible actor, but I'll tell you this much: I watched Casino Royale because it became it came free with my PS3. Tell alongside. me that's not a good movie. I, I turned it off about halfway through because I missed was some bored of the best, out of my mind. You missed some of the best parts in, a, in, a, in any movie. Maybe, but I was bored out of my mind. You, if we watch it as an adult, trust me, it's good. Maybe you get to that halfway point. Hey, maybe I'll maybe I'll look back and be like, oh look, you know, sometimes time and place. Mads Mikkelsen's like, a good bad guy. It's it's like yeah, it's like you with a uh, with near where it's like you just got to get back true. to something at the right time sometimes i mean it's true now, i will say this the second what is the second james bond movie uh, quantum of solace that movie's not solace, great yeah and then skyfall skyfall is fantastic and then rv abudim what was the other one after that between that between this most recent one um 
I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the problem with James Bond movies is always the, the names. Structures. Yeah. I'm like, what is this? You know, this is Skyfall. What is that movie? No, no, we, no, Skyfall, no, Skyfall was after Quantum of Solace, right? Oh. Yeah. Squ- and then there was one after it's, that before the most recent one. Correct? Yeah. It's the one that has Blowfield as the bad guy. That's Christoph Waltz. Oh, Christoph Waltz is great. He's fantastic. Either way, while you're looking that up to give us knowledge, uh, I will continue on with the last two pieces of news. First one is No Man's Sky's next big update, Sentinel, released this past week, bringing with it an overhaul to the combat systems and the challenge of enemies that you face, a new array of weapons and upgrades, and more aid you in this increased challenge. While players who want to learn more about the uh, Sentinel's origins can do so with a new story for them. As always, the update features more little changes that add up to a big difference. So hop in if that's something you're interested in. And the final piece of news is something that Saul already kind of hinted at. Uh, CD Projekt Red held an event this past week, finally revealing and releasing the next-gen upgrades for Cyberpunk 2077, bringing with it not only next-gen exclusive features like ray trace shadows and DualSense support, but also a new patch for all versions that include new apartments for V, the ability to change the appearance of your character at any time instead of just during character creation, which I am so glad for. Because even though I don't care to make the changes, it was so weird that in a world where people are literally talking about how they can change themselves all the time, you can't do anything about it. Um, There are new weapons and attachments, improvements to combat AI, crowd AI, and overhaul to the driving mechanics and systems, perks system, and much, much more. So if you've been waiting... Now is your time. You got a little taste of what Saul was talking about. It's still clearly an open world game, and much like Horizon has a little bit of bugs because it's open world, you're still going to expect bugs here. But as of yet, I've not seen anybody decrying that it's incredibly broken like it was at launch. So, In the new update, your romantic partners will send you nudes. Really? Yep. Now I'm even more sad that I couldn't get my girl to be... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> do you remember do you remember when I was playing it and I was like I think I might be able to pull it off and then you were like uh no but okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, use Judy right you were going for her yeah Judy yeah I was like I was like I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with my girl Judy because I was feeling it I was like this is gonna work nah. and then it, clearly it didn't so I I, I promptly swapped out Pan Am was also hmm. mm. so I, no problem Pan Am is also my my girl but I'm just gonna be honest Judy I'm still I'm still a little sad that I don't have Judy. Well, you can replay it again, and now you can be a woman. I guess. The one thing that is weird about this is uh, disc-based versions from PS4 to PS5 apparently have some issues if you played on PS4 initially. Also, something about PS4 trophies not automatically popping on the PS5 version. Yeah, I'm glad about that, though. Because you, <laughs> you get a separate platinum? No, because I guess to just replay it and not be like, yeah, I got the platinum, I'm done. Yeah, true. But it's still the carrot on the stick of the platinum, right? Even if you don't exactly. necessarily get it again, it's because you know you could. Right. Exactly. Mm. Great game. Old Judy. Anyway, uh, one of these days, Judy, I will become your female cybernetic <laughs> going to get in that Jussie. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> juicy Jussie. Oh, Juicy Smolier? <laughs> oh boy all right i think that's it i don't have anything else to talk about today this has been the most ridiculous hour and 19 minutes of podcasting we've ever done here uh but here we are it's not the most ridiculous we've had some pretty crazy ones saul do you want to 
you want to end the show with anything or do you just or are we good to go i'm scared to you scared to yeah well then tell you what sabbath i'll take that role oh uh, god <laughs> had to throw it in one more time uh, all right guys give us a sabbath count how many times it was said in this episode whoever gives us an accurate count gets a five dollar psn card <laughs> get in that place stussy i'm so done with this <laughs> i'm ready to eat lunch now. i'm ready to Forget eat as well this. so that's fair all right guys uh of course if you want to be part of the community stick that we did earlier in the show you can find us on social media we are at uh on twitter at triangle sqrd we are on facebook in a group called triangle square to playstation podcast asked to be entered into there and i will gladly accept you in uh, you can always click the Discord, which is linked in the description below, and there is a dedicated channel for that as well as other channels where you can just talk about the podcast, things that we talked about and give your thoughts on them, or talk with us in general chat about music, movies, whatever you want to do. we got a community that keeps up with us in there, and we love those guys. Uh, and if you want to watch the show instead of listening if you found us on podcast services you can find the show in video format over on youtube or vice versa if you're watching it and want to listen for convenience sake you can find us on most podcast services um tell your friends hide your kids hide your wife uh, all those good things and we will see you guys next week for a live streamed episode of of 250 now we are central time so i want to go ahead and prepare everyone that central timing and we're going to have to look and see exactly what time but i would imagine we're going to start somewhere around the same ballpark 10 ish so i would think so yeah 10 ish maybe nine ish yeah we'll we'll see because we got festivities we got things to do and it's uh it's gonna be chris in in person in the flesh but we'll finally know that chris is a real person um and not just a face on the screen chris could be the most advanced ai in the world or Chris could also just be catfishing us and have I a could. really great body double. Who, uh, yeah. So <laughs> I don't. I'm, I don't believe any of those things. I am actually a personification of Savathosi. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> the darkness is inside me. <laughs> oh, all that vex milk. Oh god. Okay. I, we're gonna we're gonna end this episode. This has gone too far off the rails and we can leave Destiny firmly in our past until we finally decide to break down and play Destiny again in one year. Um, (laughs) We'll see. It probably won't be that bad. We'll see. But thank you guys for joining us on Triangle Squared uh, and we will see you guys (laughs) next week. As always, big shout out to our patrons who support the show with more than just their time and help us be able to keep this thing going without digging in our own pockets. So huge shout out to the Lord Corgi, Salvador Garcia, Ham and Egger, Bailey Robertson, Rob Warpoint, Mark Schutz, Cypher Primus, Kyle Grimm, Richard Schaefer, Rude Days 93, Joshua Lago, Kevin Bacon Bits, Luke Rabbit, Danny Villiobos, Solitary Red, Jehudi MD, Sean, Josh Ayers, Derek Porter, Constantly Kenny, Matthew Green, Sean Santarude, Stephen Salazar, Shadowist, and my name is Dan. Thank all of you.